Shalom, friends. This is Present Truth Presented, crossing over into an era of expectancy. Passover to Pentecost podcast. We're in week two, and we are looking at expectation versus hopelessness. Last week, we broke down a prophetic word that the Lord had given me at the beginning of 2021 about this being the year of a great divide, the year of great polarizations in multiple arenas of life. This year, uh, two of those dichotomies we've really been looking at, and it's been expectancy and hopelessness. Today is episode 10, uh, and it's entitled Infusion of Hope. In a world with fear, fatigue, and fatalism, the children of El Elyon, which is the Most High God, must return to his stronghold of hope. For he is the almighty, overcoming, unstoppable God. Unstoppable is the word that comes to mind when you look at the early days of the church. Conflict and controversy threatened to destroy the early church. But instead of killing it, the challenges fueled the fire that spread across the first century landscape. I believe that's what Holy Spirit, Almighty God, the Lord Jesus is after today. Instead of seeing the church of our day become weaker and weaker and uh, non-essential, these uh, challenges that we're facing in our nations right now as believers, it, they are meant to cause us to rise up. Instead of being overcome or overrun, we are to rise in faith and hope and become an unstoppable force in the earth. That is our call, and that is our mission, is to become unstoppable people in uh, the world today. The uh, the main thing that we're going to look at today is taking out the giant of hope deferred. Uh, Yesterday, we talked about needing to take out the giants of fear, fatigue, and fatalism. This week, we've likened... um, the believers uh, and the nations as either being those that are going to have a tigger mentality, exuberant, joyful, expectant of what's going to happen right around the corner, or an Eeyore mentality where we say no matter what happens, we have this despair, we have this gloom uh, that that we walk in and we say as he said, it's all for naught. It's all for naught. No matter what we do, no matter how we pray, no matter what assignments we go on in the Lord, that it's not going to produce victory. That comes from a heart that has been overrun with hope deferred. And the Holy Spirit wants us to know that He is ready, the Lord Jesus, Father God, and Holy Spirit are ready to deal with hope deferred in our lives. Yes, it's time to take out the giant of hope deferred. 
we see uh, hope deferred in Proverbs 13, 12. I'm going to read it in various translations. One translation says, Expectancy drawn out makes the heart sick, but a longing come true is a tree of life. Another translation says, Hope put off is a weariness to the heart, but when what is desired comes, it is a tree of life. That is most sweet satisfactory and reviving to the soul the voice translation says hope postponed grieves the heart but when a dream comes true life is full and sweet paraphrase putting these together let's say repeated postponement of one's expectations is disheartening but when the desire is at last fulfilled, it is a source of tremendous satisfaction. In the scriptures, the word hope comes from and is related to expectation. It means the latter time as coming after everything else. In other words, all the, the bad things that we've been through, all the chaos, all the unrest, all the uh, illness and sickness and financial things that we've gone through this last season, at the latter time, at the end of that, expectation. It means from wait to hope to expect to receive. We're waiting we have hope, we have expectation, and we are expecting to receive the promises of God for our individual lives and for our nation. Hopeless, on the other hand, is beyond optimism. It's desperate. It, it, they have this outlook, it's impossible to accomplish or to solve or to resolve. Hopeless people, a hopeless situation is not able to they're not able to learn or act or perform or work as desired when you have hopelessness deep within your soul. The New American Standard Bible reads, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Deferred in that passage means to drag to draw, to cease. So it's like you're dragging around in circles. You're, 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 you keep praying, you keep believing, you keep doing everything that you know to do, and it's been drawn out, and it's been dragged out, and everything else seems to be getting seized. Oh, the good things, oh, deferment comes. The word heart in this passage is has to do with our mind, our will, and our emotions. It's the inner man. It's the, it's, it has to do with understanding and our thinking. It has to do what we reflect on. It has to do with our memory. It's the seed of emotions and passions. It's also the seed of courage. So you can see how the enemy wants to use situations in our life when we do not see the promises of God manifest uh, right away or, you know, after even a long period of time, we've waited, we've waited, we've prayed, we've done everything that we know to do. 
our thinking begins to change. We begin to reflect on all the bad things instead of the good things. Uh, our courage wanes. The word sick in this passage, it means to be rubbed or worn. Figuratively, it means to be weak, sick, afflicted. It means to grieve. It means to make sick. So when our heart is has hope deferred in it, we become sick and weak. We become afflicted. But the Holy Spirit is saying today that he wants us to be infused with hope. He wants us to return to our stronghold. Zechariah 9, 12 says, Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today I declare that I will restore double to you. Psalm 61, 3 says, For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I want to share a vision that I received last year while in uh, Santa Maria, California, ministering on a Sunday morning. I saw a, a large crowd of people, which I knew was the church, a body of Christ, the body of Christ, and they were overcome with hope deferred. They were weak. Um, they had no life in them. And then the, the next scene was, uh, I saw Lord Jesus begin to walk among them and begin to just pray and walk among them and, and, and touch each person and just ministering. And then all of a sudden, the next scene of the vision was I saw these what looked like IVs just come down out of heaven. It's kind of like when you're on an airplane, and they tell you how those oxygen masks fall down. That's kind of what it was like. All of a sudden, these, these uh, IV infusions things fell out of heaven and it connected to every single person in this crowd. And I knew by the Spirit of God that heaven was infusing us, His people, with hope, with, with joy, with peace and believing. It was just like a divine infusion of hope was being put into us. Uh, this was last October. Then, it, it, these, this IV was not only infusing the people of God with hope, but it was actually doing a transfusion. It was taking out hope deferred. So hope was being infused at the same time, hope deferred was actually being taken out of us. And this took went on for quite a while until the people of God had strength for the battle and they knew that victory was at hand, an expectation had been given to them, a fresh endowment infusion of hope. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. To infuse means to pour into it means to cause something to be penetrated. Uh, it's like it's a, a total flooding of our being with hope. A transfusion is to take something out and put something else in. It means to defuse. It means to permeate and to infuse. So the Lord Jesus 
in this hour is saying, I am releasing an infusion of hope. I just encourage you just to raise your hands if you're able to do so. And just ask, Lord Jesus, infuse me with hope today that I may be filled with your joy and peace and believing and standing firm that what you've promised you are able to perform, that you would abound in the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 11 says, But if the Spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit, which dwells in you. The word quicken means to revitalize. Holy Spirit is saying this day that he wants to revitalize and energize us for the days ahead, for greater things await us. Greater things still, my beloved, are on the horizon. I've been talking to you about two elements that Holy Spirit said that we desperately need in this season, and that is uh, choice and navigation. That we, every single day, we are going to have to choose which side of the fence, so to speak, that we're going to walk on. Are we going to walk on the path of the kingdom of God? Are we going to walk on the path dictated to us by men, religious men, political men, men that have hidden agendas that are not God agendas. And to navigate, we need the word of God. We need to be steward, students and stewards, students and stewards of the word of God in this hour. Hebrews 4.12 says, for we have the living word of God, which is full of energy and it pierces more sharply than a two-edged sword. It will even penetrate to the very core of our being where soul and spirit, bone and marrow meet. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our hearts. Beloved, this is why we must be students and stewards of the living Word of God. The Word of God is what's going to energize us. It's going to be able to penetrate the very core of our being. It's going to be able to separate hope deferred from hope. It's going to be able to infuse that hope into us. It's going to reveal the true thoughts and motives of our heart. It says in Isaiah that, our, that man's heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. We don't even know it many times, but the Holy Spirit and the Word of God know us, and they live in us. So we want to be students and stewards of the Word. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Beloved, in this hour, God wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask or think. According to the power, which that word is dunamis, it means force, it means miraculous power, it means ability, it means might, it means strength, 
It means mighty, wonderful work. The dunamis, power of God that works in us. Works is the word energeo. It's where we get the word energy. And it means to be active, efficient, to put forth power. And within is an inherent power. Power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature. Do you know that it says in Colossians that we now have the nature of Christ because Christ lives in us? So it's not the inherent, inherent power that's within us is not based on Sharon. It's based on the living word, the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit that lives within. It's, it's, it's a, when a person exerts or puts forth effort. The power that works with us. The mighty God is saying in this hour, he is calling us up to higher levels of anointing. He's calling us up to higher levels of, of ministering life so that the harvest can come. He's saying, I need kingdom workers. I need harvesters. I need those that will go forth and release the kingdom power of my son, the Holy Spirit that dwells within. What if we're, we are weary and we feel like we don't have hope? One of the ways that the scripture tells us that we can build ourselves up is by praying in the Holy Spirit, our praying in tongues, praying in our heavenly language. We find that in Jude 20, which reads, But you, beloved, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in Holy Spirit. Let's build ourselves up. Let's take time on a daily basis to pray in the Spirit. Not just when we're going out to minister, but when we're at home, when we're going about our daily lives, when we're out doing our groceries, whatever we're doing, build yourself up with faith so when it's time to minister life to people, you are ready, you're set to go. I've been speaking to you now for the last week and a half about how important it is for the prophetic word, for the prophetic voice. Do you know that a simple understanding of the prophetic is walking and talking with God, hearing his heart, hearing his voice, knowing what it is that he's saying for us in this hour. In these days and at this time, it's important that we plug in to the voice of the Most High God. And this is what I heard him say for you today. Beloved, if your hope has waned in this season, return to me. I am the unstoppable, overcoming, almighty God. I desire to fill you with hope in believing. I am joy. I am peace. Shalom. Run unto me and I will infuse you with hope that disintegrates hope deferred. Did you get that? He said, run unto me and I will infuse you with hope that disintegrates hope deferred. I came to fill you with abounding hope, hope that comes through the power of Holy Spirit. I am the strong of a hope, your refuge and strength. I will repay you double for the things that have been stolen in this past season. Soon, the Spirit of the Lord says, the things you have been believing for will become evident, which will be, bring great delight to your souls. Do not give in. 
for the victory is at hand. Lean into my spirit. He will revitalize and energize you during this era of expectancy. Ruach HaKadosh will quicken your weary minds and bodies. The power resident inside of you will enable you to walk in the miraculous power of Yeshua, my son, Jesus. Build yourself up by praying in your heavenly language. Remember, greater am I in you than the evil that is in the world, says Ruach HaKadosh. I bless you with the anchor of your souls. Yeshua. I bless you with an infusion of hope, joy, and peace. I bless you with the energizing work of Holy Spirit. I bless the power that resides in you. I say you are miracle workers. Go forth and release the love and power of Yeshua that brings healing to families, to nation. Decree these things over yourself. I dispel and break off hope deferred. I will see the fulfillment of the promises of God spoken over my life and nation. I am being revitalized and energized by the power of Holy Spirit working in me. I am a miracle worker. Thank you so much for subscribing, sharing, and rating this podcast. We really appreciate it. I bless you with the power from on high May you be infused with hope today. Until we meet again, this is Sharon Webster.